Welcome back, everybody, to the GTP podcast. We are your hosts here tonight, Jonathan and Chuck, and we got some interesting stories here for you. Yeah, um, definitely wanted to, to kick it off tonight with a pretty interesting one that I, I saw from uh, from Idaho. Uh, not a lot of crazy stories coming out of there, but um, there's a guy in Idaho who broke a Guinness World Book of Records um, who balanced a chair on his chin for over an hour. Um, It was set at one hour, two minutes, and 18 seconds, which is is pretty wild. I don't know. That's... I just got a question of why. How do you have the neck strength for that, too? Yeah, that's actually what the article (laughs) said. Like, he he actually (laughs) wanted to go longer, but... um, but his neck started to hurt, so that's that's why he gave up after an hour of doing that. Bro, yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, is Idaho becoming the new Florida? Uh, maybe, maybe. I did a little more research. This guy, David Rush, has actually got a website set up where he's broken over 200 Guinness World Book of Records. Like, I guess this is just what he does in his pastime. That's his thing. You know how everyone's got their thing. Yeah. And his is breaking weird ass records in the Guinness World Record books. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to balance a chair on my chin, but I might need to go through this list and find one for us to try to attempt and break. <laughs> I mean that would be cool though, if you think about it, because then you know, your your name's in there. Yeah. At least for that year. I feel like you go down in history. Like even if it's just one small thing like well maybe not so small of balancing a chair but <laughs> the Kenneth world book of record like archives you can find yourself yeah that would be my new intro to everybody like hey i'm jonathan i'm in the Guinness world book of records <laughs> <laughs> what have you done with your life yeah <laughs> um yeah. That's, yeah. dude that's, that's awesome super unique <laughs> yeah to say the least we're gonna have to keep an eye out on that guy and see if he uh does anything else or we find anything else that's kind of cool that he's done yeah He'll be our he'll be our uh, Guinness World Book of Record guy. Yeah, yeah. Once he he breaks another record, we'll definitely let let everybody know about it. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of records and things like that, have you seen that we're killing it in the Olympics so far? Yeah, yeah. I have noticed. Um, I think the U.S. is leading uh, leading the medal count. Um, we're sitting at like twenty five medals. But we're not damn not winning in gold though. <laughs> Only one back so far though. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's such a big deal. Would you rather have more? Or would you rather just have golds? That's a good point. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that. Like I don't know. I yeah, guess it just just happy to be on the podium. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly hard to get there in the first place. So, yeah. imagine like, I'd rather get a medal than you know no medal. Obviously, gold is gold is the best but yeah you're even if it's a bronze or silver you're still getting some kind of satisfaction or some kind of like light at the end of the tunnel for all that work that you've done for the past like four years or if it's your full your first olympics like your full life yeah yeah that's true yeah you're like everybody in your hometown like everybody's hyping you up like they're so excited for you to go out there and like yeah to be there is one thing and then to get a medal is like next level like you're best in the world even if you're top three in the world you're you're still best in the world yeah like that um like that girl we were talking about earlier 
from uh-huh. her, for the swimmer with their whole high school watching. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine, like, getting on that flight and going back home. Like, yeah. the welcome party that she's going to have. <laughs> and then goes back to class, like, next in a couple of yeah. weeks when school starts back up. She's, she's going to be sitting next to some Joe Schmo who's... <laughs> Eating a crayon, maybe not that bad, but you know. <laughs> but I mean, also, it's like you got to be a good person too for to have that like that much like support like in high school. Yeah. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah. That you're that like you know you have. I mean, I know it's Alaska, and you know, might be a small town, might not be. I don't really know where she's from personally. Yeah. But that's got to be so cool to have like all those people, and she might not even know it, but have all those people out there just like watching cheering for you and it's your first time yeah yeah 17 years old that that sets a precedent for the rest of your life yeah like, right <laughs> olympic athlete olympic gold medalist even yeah at 17 that's crazy like, definitely gonna have some sponsorships coming her way and oh yeah things like that so yeah that's awesome yeah she's in a she's in a pretty good spot like, yeah i feel like these olympics have been have been pretty interesting so far yeah um but i mean it's at least it's been pretty fun to watch. Yeah, you know what has not been fun to watch? What's that? The U.S. men's basketball team. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty embarrassing. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be the best in the world and have the the center hub for, you know, all of the basketball. Like the best in basketball is supposed to be playing here. Yeah. I mean, I know you're not like you know from here, but a lot of people are. Yeah. Like we have we have Kevin Durant, arguably the the best basketball player on the planet. Not most athletic, but the best basketball player on the planet. When he's on. When he's on. When he, I mean, you can say that for anyone, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but we have such, like, a stacked squad, like, in the realm of NBA compared to, like, the other countries. Yeah. And we lost two of our, like, what is it, qualifiers? Yeah, I think so. And like then, the play-in type games. Yeah, and then we lost to France. That was yeah. shocking. Yeah, the, they're uh, they're needing to step it up and, and figure it out. I feel like I remember seeing a, um, it's probably on like Instagram or something, like Kobe was talking and said something about like the U.S. needs to watch out. Like they're, they're getting too comfortable winning all these golds or at least meddling and stuff, but that's true. This, this might be the the year where everything starts falling apart for them because it's it's not looking good. I mean, they're just they have so much talent that it's they can think that it's like a one on one game and they're still gonna win it. Yeah. But judging from what I've seen, like we only had twenty three assists the whole game. Yeah. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win many games like that. Like Russell Westbrook gets that per game himself. Yeah. I need to need to get him out there. He'll get the ball distributed like they need to. <laughs> yeah, like, and I understand like Devin Booker and you know a couple of these guys just got out of the the finals, so they might be a little might be a little tired and worn down. I think Devin Devin Booker only got 19 minutes in that game against France, yeah. but but still, Devin Booker only getting four points. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, they need to. Uh, Pop needs to. Sit those boys down and <laughs> figure oh, I'm out. I'm sure something. he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He's he's too legendary of a coach to to just let them lose this game. Yeah, I figured they would have got it together for the, for the game with France, but yeah, after losing the the two in the uh, preliminary games, but yeah, I but, mean they shot thirty one 
percent from three, which is about average. Yeah, that's, that's not terrible. And thirty six percent from the field. So I mean, it's not bad, but you know, they need to put all the other pieces. Yeah, there. they just need to pass the ball around a little bit, yeah. not make it a one on one every time. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's the issue with too many superstars, though. Like you've got all these teams in the NBA now that are like the Lakers are just becoming a team of superstars and then Brooklyn on the East Coast they're trying to put together their superstar team like they're obviously not the champions at this point like yeah they're you don't need all those all that power on one team like no you don't if they don't know how to work together then it does nothing to have the best on the teams yeah I don't even know like what changed really from the old era of I mean I know you had like Jordan Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman like all on the same team you could call that a super team yeah but really Dennis Rodman was there for defense and rebounds yeah and then it was like Scottie and Michael for the most part yeah I mean you had Steve Kerr up there like shooting three and like directing everything but like I always heard Michael Jordan say like he wanted to play against those people and beat them not play with them yeah so i wonder what's like changed in that mentality yeah if it's just our era or or what i guess i feel like it, it really started when lebron went to miami like i feel like that kind of was yeah. the uh nail that broke the camel's back or yeah. camera or whatever that saying is um there that just kind of barreled everything into getting started and i feel like in the Jordan era, like, things were just so, like, the the upper-level management was building the teams. It wasn't the players that were like, well, I want to go play with LeBron. Like, yeah. drop me from this team so I can go play with him. Like, yeah. But that's the way things are now. Like, People are asking for, for trades and yeah. demanding them. I mean, I'm sure that's always been a thing, but... Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah. Basketball. Men's basketball is just, it's just wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully they get that. Hopefully they get it together. Yeah. Have you been watching anything else on the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, I've been watch. I've been watching the U.S. women's soccer team. I mean, obviously, we're yeah. we're we should be number one. Yeah. After we've won, I don't know how many in a row, until like the other day. Uh, but yeah. I know we tied. I think because I think we lost. Um, Lost to Sweden, I think it was by three. <clears throat> I think that was I think that was like qualifying as well. Okay. But um we did tie with Australia and I think that was today. Yeah, we tied today with Australia. So I know Australia is pretty good though. But that doesn't yeah. that doesn't make me feel good about it <laughs> going forward. Yeah. If we're tying tying them right now, they could easily shut us down. I mean, as they did today, they shut down Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd and all them and you know hopefully they can get that together I don't even I don't know yeah I mean one loss two draws I feel like they know what they're doing on that side of the that side of the world of uh, putting together these these games and wins so yeah I feel like a gold medal is definitely on the horizon for them to, to come back I mean I think so too I think yeah. they they really bounce back after that game against Sweden I think they won like six to one or something like that, yeah. and they had four goals that were like not allowed. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So they would have been they would have been putting up football numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's impressive. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a. Uh, oh yeah, I just saw that six to one. Yep. Man. Yeah, Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, Sweden crushed us, and Sweden motivated us. Yeah. As well. But Solid. we we knew that we if if you watch like like national women's national team soccer, you know that Australia is a pretty good team. So you could kind of expect a much closer game. Yeah. Today, especially like in the group stage when it matters, and you know. So, is there any other sports other than outside of the Olympics that you're looking forward to? Um, I've been I've been pretty interested and in, in glued in on what the Ravens have been doing and uh, trying to get Lamar signed to a long-term deal. But probably my, my favorite thing is that he uh, announced today that he wants to switch back to the number one jersey, um, which is what like the first jersey that he wore as a little kid. Um, but he said that he's not going to wear it until he wins the Ravens a Super Bowl. <laughs> and I can respect that. <laughs> did did he, he was number one at Louisville, right? Uh, no, he's, he still wore eight. Oh, Louisville. He yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, he still wore eight. That, that's, so, that's a weird transition. But, yeah. And I mean, let's be real. Like, it, it might not happen. I, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> last year, last year just couldn't put the pieces together. But I think this year we'll, we'll figure it out and bring home a, uh, bring home a Super Bowl trophy and I'll be celebrating for, for years. <laughs> <laughs> just like the last one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think about the whole like anyone can wear any number thing? Like, do you do you think that's a good idea? I personally don't. You don't? No. I mean, I don't know. I I never played football, so like yeah. to me, I don't see yeah. like I know there's reasons. Like I, I think it was Tom Brady that said something about like, which made sense to me, like him being over center like looking at players numbers trying to figure out what type of position they're playing or what defense they're potentially going to be bringing at him and now he's not going to be able to tell that because Luke Keekley standing at middle linebacker is going to be wearing number two yeah. <laughs> like that'll be real confusing to, yeah. to try to figure out so in that sense like I get it like there's you shouldn't have to you shouldn't be able to wear any number but I think I think they should have given them like a, a broader range yeah. of numbers they could have. So you're still like, you know, you still look at like 40 through 60 and you know they're like, or like, let's say like, was it like 80 to 89 or something's tight end? Yeah. Like yeah. make it like 70 to 89 or yeah. something like that. Or like 60 to 89 or like any, like all receivers and tight ends can pick from a group. Running backs and quarterbacks can pick from a group. And like the same thing on on defense, like safeties, corners, like your whole secondary, yeah, can pick from a group of numbers. I don't know if it's like that now, personally, but yeah. like I don't know. It's just like like Lamar Jackson could have could have number one, but but like Khalil Mack could have number one. Like that's yeah. weird. Yeah, to that me, is, I mean, I agree. It's weird, but it's also I feel like even from like the basketball perspective, like playing basketball when I was younger, like. I remember it was always like you you always thought the cool good players wore the lower numbers. Khalil Max a beast like yeah. <laughs> let him wear the, the lower number, you know he's coming through. To I mean, that's true. Put in work. But, but I mean like 
against what you said about Tom Brady and what he said about like he knows like the numbers that are coming at him. Yeah, I'm sure it'll just take him and other or people like quarterbacks like him who have who memorize so much and watch so much game footage to remember who's what number, especially for like large caliber players. Yeah, like you're not going to forget Aaron Donald's number. Yeah, you're not going to forget Khalil Mack's number. You're not going to forget like Saquon Barkley's number. Yeah, like when he's on offense, like you know. Yeah, like no matter where he lines up. That's true. That's a good point. So, I mean, in that sense, like, I kind of contradicted myself. But thinking about it more and hearing that point that you just made, that's like, that's that's just a little bit extra for the quarterback to know. Yeah. Which, let's be real, like, quarterbacks are having huge games these days. Yeah. So, literally anything to kind of not have the score get up in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> yeah. Level is, the playing field a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it'll be interesting. But then again, you know, we saw defense won championships, just like this last Super Bowl. Yeah. Shut down Patty. Yeah. So have him running for his life. Yeah. He won't be able to tell what numbers coming after him yeah. this season. So. Oh, did you see Aaron Rodgers? I uh, no, I haven't. Oh, he reported for training camp today. Mm-hmm. They said that he was he's going to restructure his deal. Yeah. So that um, this will be his last year in Green Bay. And he's free to go wherever he wants after this year. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so much for him not not playing in Green know. Bay this year. So I know you saw that um that Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Yeah, yeah, uh, I did Instagram see that. story yeah. that him and Devonte Adams shared. Yeah. I guess that's what that meant, rather than you know them leaving. Yeah. Yeah, coming back together for for one more run at it. And yeah, and I heard that they're trying to trade the Texans for Randall Cobb. Who used to? I, I'm sure you know, but used to be on the the Packers a while ago. Yeah. So get the old squad back together. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, and now they have a decent running game too. This is this is their last year to try to put something together. I mean, yeah. If, if Aaron's going to be leaving, uh, I don't I don't remember the guy's name that they drafted last year. That quarterback to learn under him. I don't know yeah. if he's ready to step into the starting role and and try to make them a. Yeah. contender again so I mean Aaron Rodgers succeeded Brett Favre so what's the chances it's going to be a similar situation <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's too back to back it's a lot of pressure like it probably was a lot of pressure for Aaron Rodgers coming in after Brett Favre yeah and everything that happened with that situation but yeah I mean he put I'm together. looking I'm looking for Aaron Rodgers to have another MVP year you think so yeah I'll be especially, I'll be looking at it for my fantasy team, especially if they get Randall Cobb back. That gives them another another weapon yeah. on top of actually having a running game now too. Yeah. So Devontae Adams is going to be Devontae Adams got that ninety nine down the sideline anyway. Yeah. So yeah, he got that ninety nine in Madden too. Uh huh. Yeah. There'll be a team to watch this year. For that's for sure. sure. For sure. Because yeah. he's going to be. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be playing his heart out so that other teams will want to pick him up next year. Yeah. So, and you know we're right where I hope that he goes. He won't be going to New York. Right to the New York Giants. Maybe to the Jets, just to piss you off. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can tell Lamar Jackson to come over to the, to the Giants. He can win that Super Bowl. Nah. Yeah. He knows what's better for him. No. Stay in Baltimore. <laughs> Get that Super Bowl. Wear the number one jersey and be no. the goat. 
he does he does seem like a like a cool dude though especially like playing with those kids and yeah. on that basketball court i think it was yeah yeah, yeah. throwing around the, the football and there was so much heat that came out of that i don't understand why but i mean i get it because like you're playing in something that's not really supporting your feet and his main weapon is his legs yeah so if he hurts himself like rolls an ankle or something in his slides or whatever he was wearing then yeah. he you know he's screwed and it's like people you're reporting to training camp now like if you have to have ankle surgery you're not going to be back until week eight or nine at this point yeah maybe later you put the franchise in jeopardy at that point i mean pretty much i mean his legs like you know once you hurt your ankle it never goes back no so <laughs> that that's an injury god, you are nursing for a while yeah so i mean god forbid that he you know hurts his leg in some way yeah but i, I think he already announced that he's I guess it's because so many people were talking about it. Like he said that he was going to do it again next year and do it as like a, a structured type event. So, Oh, nice. I mean, maybe he'll actually wear sneakers that time. Yeah. Wear some sneakers, some cleats, some high tops, (laughs) protect them ankles at all costs. Yeah. But man, I'm so excited for fantasy to come back. Yeah. Like I've been, it's really something that's missed like every week. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a trophy floating around out there that needs to come back home. Yeah, needs to come right back to South End. Nah, nah, not at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe we can do, maybe we can do a podcast like for the uh, a fantasy t- league for the podcast. Yes, yeah. We'll have to get some, uh, see who's interested, get some people in, and yeah, I'm sure we can scrounge up like ten people. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested in joining the podcast league, just let us know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get it set up. The ER email will be in the the podcast notes yes so just go ahead and shoot us on an email yeah going to transition to our thing of the week bum bum glad you guys stuck around so this week we're going to uh or we went to uh the dumpling lady at optimus hall um if you have not been to optimus hall you should definitely go check it out um food hall down right outside of uptown charlotte go out there got burgers the dumpling lady Grilled cheese, a little bit of everything for you to try. Some gelato. Yes, that gelato is good. <laughs> um, but uh, but this week at the Dumpling Lady, I got the sweet pork belly dumplings and the shredded chicken chili noodles. And I will just say that I left very happy. It was it was very <laughs> delicious. Uh, I feel like you cannot go wrong with anything at the Dumpling Lady. Um, Were those but, noodles spicy? They were they had a little kick to them, but Not, nothing too crazy. Okay. Uh, if you like spicy, you should try the spicy chicken noodles. I about cried the last time I had them. Yeah, you were sweating uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they were they they hurt, but um, Dude, but everything else was good this time. They were spicy AF. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they hurt. What, yeah, what'd you have? I had the the Chengdu. I think that's how you pronounce it, Chengdu. I don't know. It was some dumplings that were freaking delicious. Yeah. We get them every time. Yeah. Literally, sometimes her and I will both get, like, a, an order of them just ourselves. Right. It's just, they're, dude, they're so good. They're, like, they have a little bit of spice to them. They will leave your breath stanky, though. Oh. But really? it's worth it. It's oh, worth okay. it. Yeah. Good 100%. to know. 100%. I don't, I don't remember if that happened with, with mine, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll know yeah. it with, with these. 
yeah. those dumplings. All right. But, I don't think I've tried those yet. I might have had maybe like one of yours one time, but yeah. But I'll have to I'll have to get once, that next time. Yeah. Once you have that whole thing, because like you got to dip it in the sauce that's on the bottom. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing, but you got to tell your girlfriend, wife, fiance, like say say ten feet back yeah. after you eat them. <laughs> got to make sure to uh, wash up after that one. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right, well, um, we appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, We're going to sign off from here. But check back every Friday. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, We'll have new episodes coming to you. If there's any topics that you want us to cover, um, just shoot us an email. Uh, It's gtppodcasting at gmail.com. That'll be linked down in the description. But uh, we appreciate you guys. Peace out. Have a good one. See you guys.